Hi, this is your coach, Joe Lucas, and welcome to this Practice Power Academy podcast. You know, in this episode, what I want to really spend uh, pretty much the bulk of the uh, time today on is time, right? I mean, if you think about it, all of us operate with the same set of rules when it comes to time. 24 hours in a day, seven days in a week, 365 days in a year, universal, right? And yes, I know there are some ways you can, you know, get more productive and, you know, time hacking and all this and, and all these super productivity things. But you, when you still boil all it down, we all have the same amount of time to accomplish everything we want, both personally and professionally. So what I found in nearly 25 years of specifically working with advisors is the average advisor probably squanders, oh, at least a third of their day. Now, there's always exceptions to that rule, uh, but a typical advisor, probably a third. Um, I've seen advisors squander literally half their day when we really look at things. Now, when I say squander, what does that mean? It doesn't mean they're not in the office. It just means they're, they're doing what I call going sideways. They're, they're surfing the internet. They're having unproductive conversations with uh, unproductive people. Uh, they're taking unproductive meetings with people that are going to add little to no value to what they do. And it's just, you know, and think about this, you know, how many times have you uh, kind of left your office at the end of the day? And you kind of look back, you wonder, what the heck did I do all day? Like, you know, you were there, you felt busy, right? And uh, I think that's really a big challenge because I think a lot of advisors feel that, well, if I'm busy, I'm going to be successful. And maybe in the first couple of years, that can be true. But if you're busy after like five years and you're still running around like a chicken without a head, that's a clue that things aren't the way they need to be. In addition, you know, we have to also evolve from just a simple fact that we no longer go to our office, conduct our business, and when the business day is over, we kind of get up from our desk, we close the door, and then we kind of transition, right? to the other identities that we have, you know, uh, father, mother, son, daughter, parent, you know, we're always in advisor mode at some point. And the reason why is this wonderful thing called technology. It's these things here, right? These phones, right? Basically your office is for a lot of us, let's face it, our office is, is here. And what we have to be careful about is operating under an obsolete paradigm of, well, business is Monday through Friday, business is market hours, business is this. Um, you know, if you think about it, most advisors operate with a 100-year-old obsolete set of rules. Monday through Friday, I take maybe a couple of weeks of vacation a year, right? And, uh, and that's what I do. And, you know, years ago, when I, uh, when I first put together... Uh, my iAdvisor concept, which you can go find that on Practice Power Academy. You know, I asked, I have literally asked every one of my clients, why do you schedule the way you schedule? And like, why are you here from 7 a.m. till 4 p.m.? Why do you work Monday through Friday? Why do you only take a two weeks vacation or three weeks vacation? Or when you go to a conference, you call it a vacation, right? And you know, the answers I got back were not good answers. There was like a lot of, well, and just, just the way it is, or this way my mentor did it back in the 1960s, right? And, and all these things. And, and what happens is our society has evolved 
but yet a lot of you have not. You've created these very well-paying jobs. Here's the challenge with that, and I know you're frustrated. One of the main reasons why advisors get into this industry, this profession, is freedom. The concept that they can set their own hours, the concept that they have no income ceiling, the concept that they have, again, whether you're with a firm or, you're, or you're, you've created your own RIA or anything in between, this concept of freedom in most value systems for advisors is going to be kind of high. That's what I find. But yet, you create a model that traps you. You create a model that actually gives you the exact opposite of what you desire, freedom. It makes you feel trapped. And that's a huge challenge. Number one, it's not a lot of fun. Now, granted, your bank account may look pretty good. It's not a lot of fun. So what I want to do today is kind of you know, do some debunking, give you all some strategies, some stories perhaps, on, on how to look at time a little bit differently. And, and let me also say this. You know, I use the word time, and that's even a misnomer. And the reason why I say that is how many of you here that are watching or listening to me get paid by the hour? So you're like a CPA, like an attorney, like a therapist. You know, you literally you know, start the clock, end the clock. Do you get paid by the hour? Vast majority, 95, 96% of you, no way. So why are you so worried about it? See, here's one of the, the, the myths. Managing your time will yield you tremendous results. Not necessarily true. Because if, you're, if your time is spent doing the wrong things, yeah, you can manage that, and you can manage that outcome, but if it's the wrong task, wrong outcome, it's irrelevant to your success. Right? What matters in our industry is what I call output. How many contacts are you going to make today? How many review meetings are you setting up? How many referral conversations are you having? In, in other words, the tasking, the activity output, that is the only thing that matters. You may want to, you may want to wear a badge of courage, that sister and says, well, you know, I work 80 hours a week. No, you don't. You may be in your office 80 hours a week. You may think you're working 80 hours a week. But in this industry, you would be dead because of the emotional output you'd have to make to deal with people at such a high level that if you really work 80 hours, you'd be dead. So maybe one rethink that. The worst thing you can do as an advisor is have five days that are exactly the same. I call that the groundhog effect, right? The groundhog day, right? Same thing over and over again. So if you work Monday through Friday and you have five continuous days and then the rest of the month is five, 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 you know, so the whole month looks like Groundhog's Day and then you crush that for, you know, you know, maybe a quarter, maybe four months and then maybe you're, you're nice enough to maybe grab a couple days off or maybe the market's closed on a Monday so you grab a Friday and you think that's okay. And again, I don't care what your bank account looks like. I've got clients that make millions of dollars a year. When I, when, when I first met them, they were some of the most miserable rich people or wealthy people you knew because at the end of the day, they create these wonderful jobs for themselves. High paying, trapped. So let's get into some of the strategies, some of the hopeful shifts that you'll make by watching or viewing my podcast right here. So let's talk Monday to Friday first. Let's talk about this concept of, well, I'm a, I roll in on Monday, hopefully in a good mood, right? And then I'm, I usually kind of fall out on Friday because I'm burnt out, right? 
if you're working five days a week, kind of the same thing. So it's, you know, I've got calls to make, I've got reviews to prep for, I've got some marketing, I've got some business development, I've got some planning to do, um, I've got some administrative function to do, you know, and you kind of, that's the way all five days work. Think of it this way, and again, if you're watch, if you're listening on the podcast, you're not going to see the YouTube video, but just imagine this. It's like a zigzag. So I'm going to do a little bit of this, then a little bit of that, then I'm going to go here, then I'm going to go there, then I'm going to go there. And so there's no continuity to your day. None. And what happens is you end up dabbling in a lot of things, finishing very few. What you need to do is really come up with a theme for the day and operate your calendar in that week cycle. And I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to get into this now since we're going to be talking about it. There are three types of time. Again, I'll talk about it in the abstract, not measuring. Three types of time that we operate in. We operate with tactical time. And the definition of tactical time basically is what most advisors do now, which is you, you, you communicate with your clients, you market, you see your clients, you're, you're in the business. As Michael Gerber says in Emith, we're working in the business, right? So you're doing your core tactical functions. Contacts, introduction conversations, reviews, follow-up on prospect, technical analysis, if that's what you're into, you're running the business. Okay? That's tactical time. All of you do a pretty good job with that. In essence, some of you might even excel in that. So, really, is that the issue? Now, we can get some more efficiencies there by some different strategies, but at the end of the day, that's not really where the challenge is. The second type of time is what we call strategic time. So to Michael Gerber, the e-myth, that is what we call working on the business, right? So strategic time would be, well, reviewing your business plan, creating your monthly game plan, maybe actually putting a business plan together, working on your segmentation, learning your technology, up, uh, you know, conceptualizing your new website, uh, CE, right? Working on yourself, all those things, going to conferences, education, coming to my events would all be considered strategic time, working on yourself, working on the business. So again, still engaged, right, in the pursuit of our goals, but at a 50,000, at a higher level, different perspective. And I'm going to give you some different rules around each one of these in a little bit. The third type of time, and, and for some of you who've been following me for years, you're gonna, this is the first time you're hearing this. This was, this was one of my ahas I had last year, uh, and I have to thank my wife for it because she was very astute in pointing this out. The third type of time we have is what we call our time, renewal time. This is pure downtime. This is pure vacation time. This is, if you're into it, putting, you know, sticking your feet in the sand with a cocktail and watching the waves. It's totally getting away from things as much as you can, and really renewing yourself. Now, so we've got tactical time, tea time, S time, R time, right? Three types of time. What you need to do in your, when you, when you look at your month or you look at your quarter or you look at the year, ideally longer out the better, is you want to sit there and say, what, is the ba- what are my balance points, right? So how much tea time, how much S time, and how much R time? Okay, and now can you do half days? Some because somebody asked me, well, do I have to have a whole strategic day? Can I take a half a day? I mean, you can do anything you want. Good, better, best. You know, you've all heard me say that over long periods of time. 
Uh, best is going to be when you say, okay, this is going to be a these will be tactical days and this will be a strategic day. Uh, this will be tactical, strategic, and here's going to be my R days, right? Re renewal days. The reason why I came up with renewal time was there's a there's one little dirty secret about strategic time. Now the old definition of strategic time was this: working on yourself, working on your business, downtime. Here's what all of us type A's do. All of us high D drivers. Cool. I'll work on my business. I like it, right? I want to be successful. I'm driven, right? So I'll sit there and fiddle with a website, come up with some new copy. Uh, you know, for me, like, you know, come up with what I'm going to talk to you all about in my podcast and my trainings and my e-learnings and things like that. Um, you know, so strategic time is all about that. And then I'll do some personal development stuff. But you're always engaged. And my wife, Marissa, pointed out to me not too long ago, she goes, you know, you don't take a lot of time off. I go, what do you mean? Like, you know, I take all the strategic time, right? I got every Friday, and the last week of the month is strategic time. Um, and, you know, we've got our, our Magellan group, we go on trips and stuff like that. She goes, you never rest. And I looked at her, this is like last fall, and I looked at her, I said, what are you talking, you know, and I was like, wait a second. And you know the old saying, when, you, when you're so close to something, you don't see it perceptually, right? You're just, you're so close to it. I actually went back in my calendar for that all of the three, first three quarters of, uh, of 2016. And other than a couple days, uh, you know, in Puerto Rico before our Magellan meeting and a couple days in Seattle before our Magellan meeting, a couple of windows here and there, she was right. I'm so passionate about what I don't think, you know, if you're like me, you don't think about what you do as work. It's just kind of who you are. It's kind of, you know, I mean, I do this. And you've got to be careful about that because, you know, that's a very uh, sinister way of burning out without realizing you're burning out because you're so passionate about doing what you do. It's almost like a, it's almost like a forced absence, right? So for me, it was being very clear in my strategic calendar and I'll be the subject for another, another podcast. But I had to be very clear on my strategic calendar where to grab my R windows. Okay? So again, three types of time. And let's talk about some different things also in terms of just interday. Um, one of the things that just popped in my head is, and a lot of my clients kind of not suffer from this, but kind of had this habit, um, I'll do it later. I'll do it after the market. I'll do it after everybody leaves. I'll, uh, you know, like, like all of a sudden, like there's this window from like four to seven Eastern, right? Where all of a sudden, magically, you get super productive. And I just think that's a very bad rule. I think it's a very bad internal dialogue to have. And you want to be very, very careful about that. So don't get into the do it now uh, type piece. That is a productivity killer because it basically gives you permission to screw off the rest of the day, right? Until you have to get things done. Getting back to our three chunks of time here, again, T, S, and R. Now, the next question is, okay, well, Joe, what's the, what's the model, right? You know, you know how, do we, how do we put this all together? Um, I'm coming up with a new, it's not really a new concept, I'm just trying to figure out how to format a certain way. It's going to be called the Magellan Time Model. So what the Magellan Time Model is, is really, is, it's almost like periodization where you're going to go ahead and create, you know, 90-day chunks. You can do it 30 days if you like, go out a year if you like. And what you're going to do is you're going to go into your calendar and 
And what you're going to do is assign a letter to each day of a typical Monday through Friday, for example, right? So you'll go, okay, TTT, S, TTT, So let me give you the model real quick. So it might, again, always exceptions, tool rules, here are kind of the rules. Most of my clients operate with the concept of Monday through Thursday is tactical. So Monday through Thursday, we're prepping for meetings, we're doing contacts, we're following up on contacts, we're meeting people, meeting prospects, meeting clients, doing the business, Monday through Thursday. And that's all we do. We don't do any strategic products. We're not doing websites. Uh, we're not doing segmentation. We're not, you know, looking at investment models. We're not doing. We're not doing the investment committee if that's what you do. We're not doing any of that. All right, that happens on strategic time. The only thing strategic that would get done is in the morning, as part of our morning ritual, you would review your business plan because that's part of that piece, right? You would look at your at your monthly game plan because that would make sense, right? And you would figure out what you need to do for the day. That's it. Everything else is tactical, right? And when you come in your office on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, knowing that what my focus is, is this. No more zigzags. Straight line. And then Friday, when, by the way, if you've done Monday through Thursday properly, you probably don't want to talk to a lot of people. You're probably like, you know, I feel pretty good. So then strategic time could be your CE, your, your systemization, processes, planning, marketing, uh, writing, if you, write, if you write your newsletter, if you do your own podcast, website, whatever, right? Now, what's cool about strategic time, now, tactical time primarily is done in the office. Strategic time, if possible, should be out of the office. Now, you can go in the office if you have to but typically out of the office. Now, why do I want you out of the office on strategic time? Because if you do it in the office, guess what happens? Phone rings, emails pop up, you know, associates show, show up, assistants, maybe they'll walk in client or two, right? And then next thing you know, you're back in the mix and you have no strategic time. So I, I find Monday through Thursday, crush it. Friday, you know, strategic time. The one exception to a Friday strategic day rule is this. I am totally cool with taking an hour or so and doing some selective business development. Now, what do I mean by selective? Maybe there's some COIs you need to reach out to. Maybe there's a prospect or two you want to kind of follow up on. Maybe you need to ping somebody in the pipeline. And why do I like Fridays? Because, because people mentally are in better moods. They're more uh, studies have shown that the average human being is more receptive to new ideas, to meetings, to moving things forward on a Friday because mentally they're in a better frame versus Monday to Thursday, definitely not Monday, right? Um, so if you want to take advantage of that, I do all my strategic de business development on Fridays. You know, for me, this is usually pinging people via LinkedIn and some notes and stuff like that. Um, always get a much better response on a Friday than any other day of the week, so I focus on that. So that's what, that's what again, your typical week would look like. Now, at the end of the month, um, my perfect world, again, good, better, best, the Magellan time model would be that last week of the month would be a little bit more heavy on the strategic time, okay? So maybe, you know, you could take the whole week, and you could take the whole week and make a strategic and renewal time, or maybe there's a couple, maybe Monday or Tuesday, you got to go tactical, wrap up the month, 
and then maybe you do a strategic day, then maybe take a couple of our days, right? So we're not burning out. Um, I don't have a, you know, if I said to you, what's, what would be an interesting model to operate under? I've got clients that operate under what we call a 144T. Now, what's a 144T? What it basically means is we're gonna, we're gonna allow ourselves 144 tactical days each year. So do the math. It's like, you know, through four days a week times three weeks, right? There we go, right? 4 12, 12 times 12, 144, right? The other days are combinations of strategic time and renewal time, depending on how, where, where you are in, you know, in, your, in your model. Um, I will say this, and this is going to sound almost counterintuitive. The more strategic time you get, the faster your business grows, which I know sounds a little weird because your brain goes, wait a second, shouldn't it be the harder I work or the more time I put in or the more days I do this, the faster my business grows? No. And the reason why I say that is, remember, to grow a business in this industry requires a couple things. Number one, vision, right? What do you want to build? Well, you're not going to do that between phone calls on a tactical day, right? You're not going to come up with that concept. Number two, it requires systemization. So it requires CRM systems, review systems, client onboarding systems, communication systems, all that, right? So you're not going to come up with a system in 30 minutes between reviews on a tactical day. What else does it require? Talent. People, right? Whether they're on the team or they're, you know, uh, the external team, like I'm on everybody's external team that I work with who are my clients and partners, right? You don't develop that between prepping for reviews on a Monday. Strategic time, right? That's why businesses can grow at a much faster clip when you have strategic time. So, so, so again, examples. One for, model 144. If you look at that, a couple things happen. You really understand you need to be really focused on Monday through Thursday. So you got to figure out how many, how many touch-based calls do I need to do, how many reviews need to be set up, uh, whatever else my tactical tasking is, right? i got to be locked in, no BSing. Can't afford to. No time. Got to be able to do that. The second thing I've got to be able to do is eliminate distractions and become a better delegator because I can't have stuff on my desk because I only have four days a week or 144 days a year to see clients, see prospects, drive the business. Now, I know some of you are going to be watching and listening to this saying that's impossible, and I appreciate that. And, you know, uh, pretty much all the clients I work with thought the same thing till we run, till we start testing it, right? So the one thing I will say on implementation, you don't go from zero to 60. So you, you, know, you start playing with this. You know, step one, take Friday strategically. Even if you can't take that last week, take Friday strategic. You can always go in your look. The reality is, if the, if the house is on fire, you can always go to the house, right? If, you're, if your business is burning down, you can always go in the office. Not a problem, right? You have that option. It's not like I'm asking you to burn your boats. Try it. The more strategic time, the faster your business grows. 
The other thing which is interesting, and I'll, you know, here we are. It's um, it's um, I'm recording this on April 18th, right after I guess I guess tax day for most of us, right? Um, not a great day for everybody, and. You know, you start looking at the calendar, and there's a couple of interesting things that I want you to be aware of. So when we talk about 144, right? So three weeks times four, right? You're going to notice there are several months a year. Uh, May this year is one of them. I think June, July could be one because what's July kind of falls in the middle of the month. End of August for sure. There are going to be certain months of the year that have the appearance, because of the way the calendars and days fall, have the appearance of almost five weeks, five business weeks. And those are magical times because think about that. I can, do, I can do my 12 tactical days, have my strategic day, have a little bit of strategic time here, but I can have a whole R week. Or if I wanted to, I could put two of those weeks together and take two R weeks and go do a bucket list trip, right? A lot of flexibility. So what I want you to consider in this podcast, I'm going to get ready to wrap this up, is I want you to look at time differently. I don't want you to look at it from Monday through Friday. That's obsolete. I want you to think in terms of themes, right? Is this a tactical theme day? Is this a strategic theme day? Or is this a, or I'm just gonna, not going to do nothing, maybe go play around the golf, go take the kids to the movies, go hang out with the spouse, whatever, right? Our day. You know, our days used to be called mental health days, right, back in the day uh, when I first started to coach. You want to have as many R days as you need, and you don't. And by the way, I don't want to hear. And I've I've hear this, and it really you know doesn't make me feel good when I talk to a potential new client. I say, "When was the last time you had a vacation?" And they tell me six months ago, or a year ago, or well, you know, I went to the national conference and I took a couple days here. And I said, "No, no. When's the last time you had a solid week off?" And they they they're silenced for a while because they, they can't think of something. Right? Don't fall into that trap, it's highly detrimental. The reality is, and you've all heard me say this, in our space, there's no retirement date. You can, you know, if your health is good, physically and mentally and emotionally, uh, you can be vibrant into your 80s in this industry if you choose to. You can, with medical technology over the next 10 to 20 years, heck, you might be able to be vibrant into your 90s in this industry, right? We have no idea. So, don't put things off. Live today. Get your R time. The business will always be here. And one last rule real quick, then maybe a little imitation. Don't get caught up with, well, once I get caught up, then I'll take some downtime. That is, that is the biggest bunch of BS you'll ever say to yourself. Because the only time you're caught up is when you're dead. Because you're never caught up. There's always the next thing to do. There's always that to-do list. There's always that project list. There's always the phone call to make, a prospect to follow up on, a system to build. Trust me, I live it, right? So you have that con. you got to say, you know what, enough's enough. Schedule your time out and go. You'll be a happier person. You'll be a better professional. And ultimately, you'll also be uh, more wealthier because of that. All right, so just keep that in mind. Food for thought, last thing before we go today, is um, I'm extending an invitation to you. If you want to grab me for 30 minutes on a call, you want to talk about this, pick my brain for 30 minutes, no harm, no foul, totally cool with that. Um, there's a link. If, you're, if you actually get the uh, actual email, 
If you're on YouTube, you'll see the link in the, uh, in the, in the kind of the area where we have the narrative. And uh, I guess if you're on the podcast, hopefully it'll, it'll put, you know, iTunes will push it through. Um, it may not actually have a hyperlink, but you'll be able to cut and paste the link in. Come spend 30 minutes with me over the next month or so. I offer every advisor, no matter who you are, 30 minutes of my time gratis. Done it for years. Let me add value to your world. I'm not going to pitch you on working with me. Um, Want to talk about that down the road? That's cool. But let me, let me help you with this. Okay? Have a great week. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And uh, I'll see you again in a couple of weeks.